good afternoon, good morning, Afidazan. Um, thanks for coming and joining us again on the fifth episode of my podcast. Today we've got my darling fiance Chloe. She's joining us today. Um, we're going to have a bit of a chat about what it's like dating someone with mental health issues and what it's like to be in a relationship with someone with mental health issues. Um, just a pre-warning again, as I'm sure you're aware by now, some of my content can be quite triggering, so please just be aware um, of yourself and your emotions. Um, as always, I'd be more heartbroken if I knew that someone had done something to themselves or felt upset over one of my podcasts instead of someone not listening. Um, so welcome, Chloe. Thanks. Um, we'll start off with question number one. So as I'm sure a lot of you guys already know, I have quite an extensive mental health history from trauma as a kid, um, health problems, PTSD, um, all that fun and exciting stuff. Um, so Chloe, what's it like for you to date someone with quite extensive mental health problems? Um, look, I'm not gonna lie, it's hard, <laughs> but it it can be challenging at times. But I think that you know, watching the person go through the mental health problems is probably the hardest part, rather than being with them. Um, but yeah, it's like. It can be up and down. Every day is different. Some days, you know, you're dating the person and it's a really, really good day. And then other days, it's not so good. Some days, it will be like half a day and then instantly it will change. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty hard. But, you know, it's more hard to see you go through it than to be with you. Yeah, and I think um, – um everyone knows that there's no such thing as a perfect relationship and our relationship's far from it. Like, uh, we, we're not going to beat around the bush in this podcast. We'll be a hundred percent open and honest with you guys. There has been times where, um, we've both thought, fuck it and let's move on with life, um, and with other people. But, um, a lot of the arguments that we have, around mental health, it, it sort of, like you said, it's watching the other person go through it. Like, there, for me, I know personally, there could be something going on in life that triggers um, triggers me and then I take it out on the relationship and that's pretty hard um, to, to try to stop. Like that's quite a difficult thing to, to, under, to overcome. Um, and for me, dating someone with mental health issues, because you don't have, I guess, the best mental health at times too. Um, so for me, dating someone with mental health, problems it it's pretty much nearly, nearly the same as your answer it sucks watching the person that you love go through like the emotions up and down and uh when they are triggered as such how they react um and for me i find a, a lot of the problems that i have is dealing or understanding your emotions so like when you get upset um like why you're upset because sometimes the mental health factor comes into play and I think well hold up I wouldn't be upset over that so why are you and it makes it hard for me to be quite empathetic towards you until I need to realize well hold up like you have your own stuff going on and as I said before just because you're pissed off at me or upset at me doesn't mean it's got to do with the relationship yeah. um so 
That's question number one. So I hope that answers that question. I think on also adding on to that, everyone experiences their mental health like issues and um, like in a different way. So mm. someone can have depression and another person can have depression and completely, they're completely different stories, completely different, like how they deal with it. So no two people are going to be the same. So dealing with um, two people who have mental health in relationships can be really difficult because one of you may try and deal with it a different way to the other person and it also makes that person not think they're cared for or heard because you don't you don't deal with it that way so you don't know how to help them in a way yeah definitely and that's right so as you said everyone's mental health episodes everyone's mental health problems is all different um question number two that we've got written down here is what um what's it like to be in a relationship with mental health issues um for me personally it's just everything that we said before like it it is harder work than what it would be in a relationship you for this is an example for us but for some people it's the the trust is a big thing because trauma can can really break down that trust I think that in our relationship as like we're pretty good in that department um I just feel like that it definitely makes it harder 150% makes it harder but also I feel like it makes it more worth it because um the other person's to in my opinion is kind of putting up with you at your worst um and and hangs around so like if you're in the perfect relationship as such or whatever we would call a perfect relationship and you go through a rough patch that person's going to fall i guess get scared and and run away because they don't actually know what to do when someone's having a bit of an episode but because you and i see each other in these episodes quite a bit we can like understand and and stay with each other if that makes sense um is there anything you want to add on to that um i think it also from a different point of looking at it it can be a lot easier being in a relationship with mental health problems because then at least you have someone there to guide you and support you whereas Mm. i remember when i was single and doing it i was always so lonely Mm. and it was a lot harder to like experience going like through it whereas now that I'm in a relationship I always have that person that I can go to when I'm feeling down or anxious you know yeah definitely so uh, the last few podcasts casts that we've done around the youth suicide stuff my key message is about getting that support so I can really understand where you're coming from about um like you've always got that that support there that you might not have if you're not in a relationship. So that's definitely um, one positive to it is that support. But I don't want anyone listening to take it as if you're single, you're going to be lonely and depressed. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even if you are single, you have friends, family, um, you know, psychologists, psychiatrists, all the rest that, you know, are there to help and guide you. Um so, yeah, please don't take it as I'm saying mm. that if you're single, you can't deal with it as as good as people in a relationship. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next question that we got written down uh, is quite a broad one, but how did we overcome both of us having mental health 
problems and the problems in the relationship that we have. Um, so just a bit of a background. At the start of mine and Chloe's relationship, uh, it wasn't the most healthiest relationship in the world. Um, it was, it, it had its toxic moments, it had its good moments, but we both decided to hang in there because we both knew that with a bit of PD, um, we could develop into like a good relationship. We both knew that we wanted the support. We both knew that we wanted to be together. So we went out and got the help that we needed. So first of all, it started off with us both seeing separate counsellors. And then Chloe got on, I was already on antidepressants, but then Chloe got on her medication, which helped her kind of level out a little bit. Um, and then we both now go and see a psychologist together. Um, so we see a psych together once a fortnight, which I remember we need to book. Um, so we see a psychologist once a fortnight and it's going through the communication because that's a big, um, I guess, problem for us is communication. We, If we're having an argument that we can't, get to the bottom of we bring someone else into it um whether it be a a support person of ours which is generally one of our foster mums she comes on board um and she's kind of like the middle person so we talk to her um because chloe and i do have problems communicating that's because of um our paths uh mine because of our upbringing my upbringing where if a female stuffs up you'll just smack her up the side of the head instead of sitting down and talking about it uh and for chloe the reason she's got the communication breakdown is because she's had shitty relationships um up until this point so the key part there again and i said it just before is about that that support getting that support um and building on communication because communication is the biggest thing in a relationship um even from day-to-day Uh, like good day-to-day conversations down to the conflict resolution. Um, So, yeah, that I think is our biggest key is communication and getting support. Is there anything you want to add in? Um, Well, when we first got together, from my point of view, I guess, um, I think that I was more the toxic person because I hadn't really, like I had just come from like abusive relationships and um as I was telling Joe the other day it was a bit of a shock when I met Joe because I was a bit I guess uneasy about why he like wasn't a douche pretty much (laughs) um and you know he came in and he was confident and like happy and like you know and that almost scared me a bit because I was like oh you know I could get with this person and it could all go to shit or you know, I've never been with someone like this, so, like, how do I deal with that? And instantly Mm. I had major anxiety around the situation. And even before I met Joe, I was going through a really rough period in time. Um, I was really, really depressed. And just as Joe and I met, I was taking my depression, and I highly do not do this. Like, I highly recommend to not do this, Um, is I was just constantly drinking, um, like tons of alcohol and I think that what happened was was I was taking I was drinking alcohol and then I would just get drunk and then I would go at Joe and be like 
you know what, you don't care, like, we can't be together, like, all this bullshit, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, I was going through a really hard time within myself, and it got to the point where Joe and I broke up for a little bit, um, and it really hit me that I was like, okay, I'm not doing what, like, I should be doing. Um, but, yeah, so I also want to add in that I know there'll be some people possibly who are mums or, like, have been pregnant or stuff and they've gone through mental health issues. Um, and I just want to add in that I am now on my second pregnancy and it is manageable. <laughs> you can do it. Um, it can get really, really hard. And I think that's another major factor into Joe's and I re- relationship. I've been pregnant twice now in our relationship and it's been a lot of work for both Joe and myself. Um, because your hormones are going raging up and down as well as your imbalance in your head telling you, like, you know, making you feel anxious, making you feel depressed. So 100% I reckon go to your GP and get some medication. Um, I'm on medication. I'm pregnant. It's fine. The baby doesn't get hurt. But I just wanted to make that statement because I know that mums instantly have guilt when – they're taking medication during pregnancy. Mm. So, yeah, 100% I recommend. But, yeah, honestly, the start of our relationship was really toxic and because we didn't – well, we're still working on it, but we weren't, like, really great at communicating, like Joe said. Um, so, yeah, it took a lot of work to get where we are right now, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, mm. We've worked our ass off, ass off for this. So there's no going back now. But, yeah, that's what I have to say. Mm, definitely. And we'll touch base in more on the pregnancy side of things in our next podcast that we talk about. Um, when we go a little deeper into what it was like, Elena's pregnant, well, Chloe's pregnancy with Elena, um, and we'll go through a little bit deeper into that. Um, the next question was, do you have any advice for couples? And I think you've just really summed it up there. Um, was the communication, the key things to take out of this is communication is key um, from, as I said, the small day-to-day things down to the conflict resolution um, and reaching out and getting support. There's no shame in seeing a couples counselling. I believe every relationship should see a couples counsellor at least once. Whether you're um, good or not. Yeah, I exactly. They help you so much whether you're, you know, about to leave each other you're happy and content in your mm. relationship they can really just add to your relationship um but yeah and there's no shame in asking for help from anyone like mm. gps doctors psychiatrists psychologists like whoever you want to see your therapist like get on medication there is no shame in doing it and if people judge you it's more about them and saying more about them than it is about you so just focus on yourself and get yourself better because i promise it helps a lot like 100% and yeah that's Mm. all the tips I can really give just communicate be open Mm. seek help you know just focus on yourself Mm, definitely yourself and the relationship I guess um but yeah one last tip is don't listen to what other people have to say um a lot of people talk a lot of shit um especially when it does come to relationships there's a lot of jealousy there's a lot of um, let's get back at this person 
and no, I'm not just talking about ex-partners, I'm talking about just the general public, um, you, if you're happy in your relationship, that's all that matters. Don't listen to what anyone else says um, because everyone else has their own opinion, their own agenda. Gender. So you need to stick to yours. If you're happy in your relationship then and you're being treated right, then, hey, there's no problem in that. Um, so Chloe and I are going to sign off on this podcast. You can jump onto her Instagram, which is... Um, and cause Chloe does a lot of vlogging and all that type of stuff. Um, and we're going to jump off and go make a podcast about the pregnancy and a few other little things. So I've watch out for that. So many ideas from what you've been talking about in this one for podcasts. So you're welcome. <laughs> That's right. All right, guys, everyone have a wonderful day. Um, reach out if you need any support. Thanks. Bye.